Well, good morning, friends. Hey, I want you to repeat after me. Final four, because that's where Michigan's going. <laughs> well, it's good to see everyone here this morning. My name's Ryan, and uh, I'm the lead pastor at Radiant Life here. And for those of you that called this home, welcome. We're glad to see you guys back. For those that are visiting for the first, I feel short. There we go. Visiting for the first time, welcome to Radiant Life. For those that are guests with us this morning, you're going to see a different morning. Uh, this, we've been on a spiritual journey together as a church body over the last four weeks. And this Sunday, we're calling Commitment Sunday. And you're going to hear a little bit about our vision and what we're doing. So if you're a guest, sit back, enjoy. We're no obligation whatsoever. We hope you come back next week because next week's Easter, Resurrection Sunday. We have three services, 9, 10, and 11:15. So choose the whatever service you want. And you should have a Jesus is card. Maybe first service stole them all. All right? Those are invite cards. Who are you inviting to Easter service next week? Okay? So three services, 9, 10, 11, 15. But we are so excited for this morning because this is a really important morning for our church and our family and what we're doing. But we've been sharing stories the last couple of weeks of what God's doing on our hearts and hearing some of your stories. And I'm going to let these two studly gentlemen uh, share. Because we have beards. This is true. Yeah, you put mine to shame. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to let you guys share just what God's been doing in this, uh, this journey, what you guys are on. And Josh, uh, JB went first last service, so I'm going first this service. So uh, I was saved uh, September 22nd, 2006. That's when I asked Jesus into my heart. And uh, when I came back uh, to Sturgis home, I went church shopping in a sense. And I ended up coming here with my son at the time. And to be honest with you, the first time I visited this place, I didn't like it. Um, I grew up in a church where I was the kid that got kicked out of Sunday school class. And so, yeah, it's okay to laugh at that. Like, uh, so it was really important for me, for my, for my son to enjoy the service. And, and I remember him coming out like, oh, yeah, it was awesome, Dad. Well, I started coming back, and I started getting plugged in. I got plugged into a community group. I ended up meeting my wife there. And I grew like crazy, and the leadership poured into us. And this church actually sent us out. Uh, we went and served at a church in Wisconsin for two years. And um, that chapter ended abruptly, and um, there was a lot of pain and a lot of hurt that happened um, the way that things ended there. And so we came back to, to Sturgis. I mean, that's all we knew. That was our home. And we actually lived in three different houses in 12 months. It was a really weird season of life. But I tell you what, church, Radiant Life was instrumental in my healing and even in my growth um, for myself and my wife. And it has been absolutely amazing to be part of this uh, journey with you guys and to see life transformation. I've been to a lot of different churches um, and to be frank, like they're, they're dying. This church is not dying by any means. Amen. By any means. 
Yeah, we kind of have a, a similar background, uh, Brandon and I. We've been here almost uh, three years, two and a half years. Um, and we came from an awful church situation. You know, it's, it's really difficult to lead a church. I encourage you guys to, to pray for our pastor and pray for the staff here. It's really hard. The, the leadership of the church that I was involved with, they took the church a really sideways direction. And they didn't have a heart for the lost. Rather than having open doors and, and a heart to see new people come into the church and, and the, the, the souls from darkness coming into light, it was all about doctrine and theology. And we were there, our family was there for 16 years. Mm-hmm. I was a pastor there, and, and I met my, I didn't meet my wife there, but I, I married my wife there, proposed in front of the congregation. All of my children were dedicated there. You proposed to, in front of the in whole fr- congregation? Right in front of the whole stage, <laughs> yes. That's scary, man. I finished man. my set, and I Dude, I did said, you know hey, she was going to say yes, though? I think I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Epic failure. Yeah. Good job, Lisa, to yeah. say yes. Like, yeah, woo-hoo. that could have been bad. Yeah, I got a lot of that afterwards. But um, it was a hard thing. Those of you who have been a part of a difficult or hard church uh, situation, you know what I'm saying. But when I came here to Radiant Life, it was by a divine appointment. And that's a really fancy Christian word for a special meeting that God ordains, that God puts two people or one person and a group of people together. God does a work. And there was an appointment for me to be here. And I was here and and, uh, God has used this church in the last two and a half years to really teach us about grace, to teach us about love to teach us about being open-minded, not to compromise, but to those outside of these walls, to those who don't know Jesus yet. And it's, it's a new and fresh work that God's doing in our family, and I'm just blessed to be a part of it. Amen. Amen. Can we thank these gentlemen for sharing a little bit of their heart this morning? Well, this morning is, again, like I said, it's a big Sunday for our church. I think a lot of times we have defining moments in our lives, significant events that impact us in positive or negative ways. For instance, some of us have a defining moment, that moment where you met your spouse, you remember what that felt like, what it looked like, that first date, all the butterflies, and that to you was a very defining moment. For others of you, it could be your wedding day. You remember your wedding day so well. It was a defining moment for you. I remember my wife and I got married within these four walls and me standing here just shaking, right? Like, oh my goodness, like I'm saying yes, like it's coming down to this. Many of us remember that moment. Some of us are defining moments have been the birth of our child, for seeing your niece and nephew for the first time. Those moments were etched in my mind because I almost fainted seeing my first child being born. And that was, yeah, that was something else, if you haven't had that experience. And uh, that was a defining moment. It's etched in my memory forever. For others of us, maybe it's a trip, a vacation that you've gone on, an adventure that you're like, that was just so awesome to experience that, and that was your defining moment. Maybe for you, it was the moment that you decided to follow Jesus. You remember when you put your trust into him and decided, I'm going to surrender everything to you. 
JB celebrates every year. I love on Facebook, he throws up his birthday. Not his physical birthday, but the day that he put his life and surrendered it all to Jesus. And he remembers that date. Brandon shared his date up here. For some of us, you remember that. And that was a defining moment. And maybe for others, it was the day that you got baptized. You remember going into the water and coming up, and you were just so excited. And you remember the date. You remember that whole experience of what you went through. And next week, Easter Resurrection Sunday, we're going to celebrate baptisms up on stage. And if you haven't been and you're ready to take your next step, you can grab your handout and your connection card down at the bottom. Go ahead and rip that off and circle B. And Pastor Brandon will get in connection with you this week. And we're going to celebrate baptisms at our 10 and 11, 15 services next week. But we'll do an early service at 9 as well. But baptism, maybe that's your defining moment. Four weeks ago, our church had a defining moment. When we initially launched our Come Alive initiative, a two-year initiative to build, expand our current facility to reach more people. For some of you, this is all you remembered last four weeks of these donut holes, right? Where's Ben Pant? Yeah. I think I accidentally challenged him too much, and every time I walked by the donut holes, he was eating more and more. I think you ate more than you served. <laughs> but our Come Alive initiative, a, th a project that has been in the works for a year and a half of seeking God's direction here at Radiant Life, what lies next? It's all about our heart and devotion. God, what have you called Radiant Life to? How can we truly be the hands and feet of Jesus? How can we truly live out Matthew 6.10? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How do we do it as a church body? What was really cool, I like this picture of these girls dancing. We had a couple people come the following weeks. They're like, oh, where's the girls dancing? Like they wanted, they're like, that was just so cool to come and see people excited outside a facility, outside a building. Can I just say we can have fun because Jesus created fun? right? Church can be awesome. We got to celebrate things that is happening. We got to surrender our hearts, go to God's word to allow it to dictate what our life should look like. But man, we should have fun at church. We're going to have fun in heaven. I think a long time ago, whether you went to church or not, we had this, as a kid, you may have this boring idea of what heaven is. Like we're going to be in robes and singing these songs all the time. Man, heaven's going to be a party. It's going to be the best thing we've ever experienced before. Yes, so come on now, here we go. All right, so bags, and if you're, again, if you're a first-time guest with us, and you don't know what this Come Alive stuff, and you missed four weeks ago when we launched, you can grab these bags after service. We only have a handful left, but grab them because they're your information of just an expansion of what we want to do as a church to come alive. I think in the life of Jesus, he had three defining moments, two of them were defining statements, and then one huge defining moment. And you've seen this before. In John 10.10, Jesus says this, a defining moment for his ministry. I have come that they may have what, friends? And have it to the full. A defining moment in the life of Jesus. 
He's reminding those who are hearing, disciples in the crowd, listen, I've come to give you life. And life to the full, to the abundance that I can give you. And it was a defining moment in his ministry, reminding the people, this is who I am. Because there are people in our spheres of influence that we work with, that we have in our homes and in our neighborhoods that don't know Jesus, and they think they're experiencing life, but Jesus says, no, you want to experience life, it's only through me. And can I also say, I think the church in general has done a bad job a little bit with this idea that Christianity or our faith actually puts shackles on us. There is more freedom in Jesus than we can ever imagine. And there's so many times where people think, well, if I follow Jesus, he's going to put me in this box and I can't enjoy life. Dude, true life is found in Jesus Christ and only in him. And look at what he says here, a defining moment in his ministry to the people. I've come to give life and have it to the full. That's what I came. The second thing is we've seen this in Luke 19.10, his mission statement. He's speaking to the crowds again in Jesus' own words, for the Son of Man came to what? Seek and save the lost. He tells everyone in the midst, that's why I've came. I've came to give them life and life to the full, and I came to seek and save the lost people. People who are far from God, that's why I came. That is why your heavenly Father sent me, is to seek and save lost people. And his ministry bloomed. Thousands were attracted to this guy. In 2,000 years, his movement's still alive and active, and it's moving. And if this is the heartbeat of who Jesus is, it ought to be our passion as followers of Jesus, is to go after lost people. Go after people who will spend eternity away from him. Because there's a party waiting for us. There's a party waiting for people who don't know him. And it's our job as a church to do everything in our power to go after lost people. And we will do nothing. We will do anything short of sinning to reach lost people. That's the line is sin. We won't cross it, but we'll do everything in our power to reach lost people. And this morning, we have a time this morning that can be a defining moment for our church and moving forward. Pastor Bill Hybels out of Willow Creek Community Church, just on the west side of Chicago in South Barrington, he said this at one of his conferences that he puts on, and it radically changed pastors and the way they viewed the local church. Bill Heibel said this, the local church is the what? Hope of the world. The hope of the world. He knew Jesus Christ was the only hope in the world. But Bill Hybels understood something that churches haven't grasped yet at the time. I believe this was in the 90s when he said this. And, he, and we haven't really let this sink in. But for whatever reason, God's plan A was for you to go share his message with lost people. There is no plan B. You are God's plan A. It is you. And collectively, we are the church and we're to share the message of Jesus Christ. We're to give hope and life to people. And Bill Heibel says it's the local church. It's us collectively as a body of believers, as followers of Jesus, to bring hope to lost people. The kids are going to come in right now. And over the last three weeks, 
These kids have been collecting their own money, giving it to the church for our Come Alive initiative. And they're always so cute and nervous when they come in, so give them a, give them a little second, and they'll come down front and, and everything. But they've been collecting things, collecting money. Maybe some of you moms and dads, you've had enough of your child coming to you and say, I need more money, I need more money, right? They've been in the back learning what it looks like to live a generous life. In the back learning... What in the world is a tithe? What does it mean to give to God? Oh, good job, boys and girls. You're good. You're hey, good. It's okay. Keep going, guys. It's all right. So Ryan kind of explained to you what's been going on. Um, oh, no, I'm going to say that. Last three weeks, the kids have been bringing money in, asking questions on what 10% of their allowance is. Because God asks for 10% of our fruits. You know, and kids are getting it. Kids are asking. Kids are wanting to know. Um, and I'm just so excited. In the last three weeks, they have brought in $253.21. I did the math real quick, and that's $84, I think it was, $87 a week. I think it was $84. In over two years, we continued this progress almost $9,000 just from our kids. Like, awesome. I am so pumped. <laughs> you guys are rocking, kids. Great job. What is every link? Oh, thanks, Ryan. Every link is $1, is what each link represents. Yeah, awesome. Good job, boys and girls. Can we give our Radiant kids another hand of what they've been doing? Awesome. If the kids raise $500, they get to throw a pie at her. <laughs> Someone's doing the math right now. How much more? Because I want to see Amy get a pie. Shout <laughs> boys and girls. Way to be. My question for us. As students, as adults, if the kids get it, what? If the kids get it, how much more should we get it? This morning we're going to have an opportunity to go all in. I truly believe this statement. I love kids. They're out. I'm still trying to talk. Our unrestrained commitment, no holding back, our unrestrained commitment will impact our community for his kingdom. It will radically change us, and it can radically change those that you know. If everyone will, if you don't have a, connect, a commitment card, there should be some in front of you in the benches. 
And if you're like, oh, I threw this away like three weeks ago, we still have extras up front, and you can see Pam Carey, she's in the back, wave Pam, thank you. Uh, She's got more in her hands. We're going to have a defining moment for Radiant Life. To see God move in unprecedented ways. When we give him our hearts first. Say, God, this is for you. Above and beyond tithe. And I don't know how maybe I can even fulfill this, but I know this is what you laid on my heart. I want you to be praying with this commitment card. We're going to sing a song and just be in prayer. For those of you that are guests, you don't have to do anything. Don't worry about it. Again, come back next week on Easter and we start a new series, Jesus Is. But what is it that you're wrestling with? This morning we're going to make our commitments. For the next two years above our tithes, this bottom portion is what you keep. It's got a little perforated line there that you can tear off. That's for your records to remind yourself God, this is what I'm getting. The top portion is what will turn in. You can fold it in half, and we'll explain that in a moment. But for there's some of us that says, Ryan, I can't give. We're strapped. And I want to tell you, I know what it's like. I do. And that's all right, as long as God has your heart. But maybe it is a two-year initiative and you could say, I'll give $5 to this thing. And that's all my family can do. We're not looking for equal giving, we're looking for equal sacrifice. Because some of us, you can give a lot more this morning. And there's others who are strapped. Be in prayer as we sing this song. And imagine the impact that we can make a defining moment this morning. I'm going to ask you to stand, and the team's going to lead us in a song, and during it, again, sing with it. You can stand now. Sing with it. Be in prayer over this card. And as they sing, I want you to think of one thing. Think of someone that you know who doesn't do church, who may even think you're a little weird for doing church. that maybe in the years to come they're singing this song right next to you. Be in prayer. Because in a moment we're going to have our defining moment as a church. Let me pray into this song. Father, we do want to lift up this moment to you. As some are in prayer, as some are thinking about that person through their commitment, this absurd generosity, this ridiculous surrender, this unrestrained commitment to be a life changer, to imagine that person who's far from you singing these words, scream it from the mountain, you are God. Father, speak to us in this moment, we pray. God's heart is after people who do not know him. And this is our defining 
moment. A defining moment that was made in 1945 when two people from Coldwater, two couples decided to come to Sturgis and plant this church. And now in 2018, we have another defining moment. What will we do to continue the movement of God, to continue to reach out beyond our walls and into the community? What will we do, church? This is our moment. Grab these commitment cards. And again, guests, if you're a first-time guest, just sit back and relax and enjoy. But what is your two-year commitment? I'll be honest, I don't like talking money on stage. I don't. And one thing that God has taught me in the 21 days is, Ryan, it's not about that. Go up with courage because I'm after their heart. This is not about dollars and cents. This is about our heart. Surrendering this. I've had people ask this morning before first service and then in between the services, they're ready to give now. And I I got to explain what that looks like. Again, this is a two-year journey for us and your commitment. You can go on to Tithely, which is our online giving that many of you take advantage advantage of right now with your offering. You can give through that, but listen, you have to add another church, okay? Because we can only put one bank account on each one. You have to add Radiant Life Come Alive Initiative. As soon as you type that in, it's going to come up, okay? So you got to add another church if you're going to give online for the next two years to this initiative. Also, we've been saying very few, maybe two eyes in this entire church will see these. We want to make sure that we're not putting our money in the normal offering for this. In front of you, there should be some come alive envelopes that if you're like, hey, I'm going to write a check for the next two years or whatever that you're giving, use those, okay? We'll have more out for the next two years so you can always grab that. That way, those that are counting money can pull that stuff aside and not see it, okay? That's for protection of our our counters that count all the money after the services, okay? So we want to protect them. So use those. And we had people in first service already give. In a moment, Brandon's going to explain what we're going to do. But in this moment, if you're going to give this morning, you're like, well, I know I have something to give that I'm, it's my start. Put those in, the, in these baskets up front. Don't put it when it's offering time, okay? Use these baskets. But this is our moment. And if you're still unsure and you're still saying, I'm wrestling with God, I don't have my number, you got two more weeks, okay? We'll still have baskets to the side that you can come in and just drop it off, okay? If you're not ready this morning. I'm going to let Brandon explain it real quick. For the last 21 days, we've been on a journey, spiritual journey, Project 610. I, uh, I invited about a dozen people to come on Tuesday uh, during our 21 days journey. And they came in and, and we did a little devotion. And we prayed at 610 till 630. And... I can tell you that I sense God's presence during those times, and I'm sure that the people um, that came experienced that as well. They laid hands all over this building. They went outside 
where this building is going to be expanded and prayed for those. And so I'm, I'm going to pray here in a moment. And when I'm done praying, don't go when everybody else goes, but take your card, your commitment that you've been praying about, and you put it in the basket. And on each side of the stage, there's a banner, the Come Alive banners, the one that was on the drum cage, the one above the door. We're going to ask you to sign it. It's just remembering that you are all in and that you fully believe that Radiant Life Church isn't coming alive, that it is alive. And so sign that. And sign it more in the white areas. Just That's because I'm OCD and don't like signatures across the logo. Blame it on me. I'm sorry. All right, there's plenty of white space. So if, if I saw signatures, it would the, drive me nuts. <laughs> hey, real quick, though, if you're not even ready for this commitment, but you're like, I'm still all in, move down to sign the banners, okay? I'm going to pray for you guys, and I'd ask in your heart of hearts to be just praying right now. Because we've been on this journey for 21 days. It's a heart issue, church. This isn't about money. This is a heart issue. And that's the reason why we spent three weeks aligning our hearts with God. That's the reason why it was Project 610. Matthew 610. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. This isn't our plan. This isn't our will. This is God's will. And so we've been aligning our hearts for the last 21 days. And now, now it's time. So I'm going to pray. Jesus, thank you for life transformation. Thank you for the souls who have surrendered their lives over to you that will spend eternity with you. Lord, thank you for the souls that have taken that next step in baptism. And Father, we're going to celebrate it again on Resurrection Sunday. Father, you have anointed this church with your presence. People have come into relationship with you because of the good news that is being shared from this stage, from the conversations, from the church family. And so, Father, we give you all of the praise. We give you all of the glory. And so, Father, we humble ourselves before your throne that we can come confidently before. And we ask that your kingdom come and your will be done in 49091 in the surrounding areas. We pray for continued hand for life transformation. Thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing, what you have been doing. And Father, we confidently know that you will continue to do things here at Radiant Life. And so, Father... We surrender our hearts to you because we believe in what you are doing here. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We give you.